family died in a mob hit. I should have died too. But I lived. I finally figured out why. The ones who killed my family. They've given me a reason to live. I'm back. And it's their turn to die. Every muzzle flash means one more monster gone. There's nothing to help you when the darkness falls. Now it's my turn. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special podcast based on The Punisher. This is an episodic discussion, general discussion on everything we think about Frank, and it's going to be fun, entertaining, two years in the making, so we're finally getting to it. My name is Renegade Operative, and I want to introduce my panel, so first we have Cryo. Hey guys, I'm uh, I'm really excited to get into the um, the topic of uh, Frank Castle, aka the Punisher. Um, I've been a huge fan of him for so long now. I'm just really pumped. Next up is Sergeant New. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I'm, I love a lot of stuff from like the Punisher stuff mainly um you know so from the like i mean i guess i i i've, I've kind of grew up on those comics and stuff so i like that kind of stuff i've always thought he's like one of my favorite um heroes so i'm excited about this as well next we have nero yes up guys i'm happy to talk about our boy mr frank castle and I am excited for this too. I cannot wait. Uh, interesting media, whether it's games, movies, or comics. I'm going to get right into the first question. So, what is your first introduction to The Punisher? How were you formally introduced to the character? Oof. Um, honestly, I was I was introduced to The Punisher. Uh, it was like at least maybe like a few years before Warzone came out. Um, but when I was a kid, I watched um, the 90s Spider-Man show. And I remember seeing a character with a skull on his chest and I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, this guy's pretty, pretty badass. And then uh, as I grew older, I'm like, okay. And then... Um, I forgot what I was looking. I forgot what compelled me to look it up. But then um I I think I was looking up like Marvel movies to look up and uh I happened to see like The Punisher and and then later on Warzone. I'm like, "Huh, interesting." So I ended up getting The Punisher, which I watched the extended cut and I'm like, "Wow." This is actually extremely good. And then uh, a few years later down the line, I watched Warzone. And then uh, uh, there was a local game shop in 
town and um he had a buttload of comics and i happened to have seen him have the punisher comics they he had war journal he had the first issue of warzone um he had the original series of the punisher the very first series and i'm i'm like okay i'm gonna casually buy these one by one i was it was it was it was like uh it was like tic tacs oh i just got addicted kept having one i'm like okay i need two oh i got two i need four now give me five six and then finally one christmas he's like i noticed you've been i noticed you've been getting these comics a lot let me just give you all the punisher comic books that i have for you for, for christmas here here you go you can take it i'm like oh why think why thank you and I, so that that's pretty much how my love for the punisher is still have first brewed and still burning hot i want to keep my answer very brief so i honestly don't remember when i first got into the punisher but i swear it was during when we saw also someone's typing we can hear that um sorry that's me all right yeah just uh be sure to mute but uh i i swear it was during when we saw uh punisher in spider-man the animated series and he was going around in the battle van doing stuff and, yep. and, and fighting spider-man i'm like who is this character and, and why is he like so antagonistic towards pete uh yeah, so a friend who's this fat friend and then we learn it's microchip yeah microchip and i was instantly intrigued because i never saw like anything like that before obviously uh for the cartoon he was shooting the laser guns and everything yeah. so that was like kind of weird in a sense and then uh i saw him in the game mm -hmm. as well for spider-man um where there was that classic line of, oh someone took out my scope and i oh. I, I immediately loved the character from there and i got introduced into more media and then i i think it was a sharp left turn because both of those are like spider-man stuff so uh you don't see punisher violence or stuff like that uh when i saw punisher max i think that was the next thing that i saw uh everything was dark violent gritty it, it was honestly something that was wholly different from what i knew of the character and that's how i got into it from there that was a good read by garth ennis and I just continued on watching and paying attention to the 2004 movie, which was the one with Thomas Jane. And I yes. got more introduced to Frank's world and I really, really liked it. Oof. Yeah. Remember it's, it's not vengeance. It's punishment. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a great line done from Thomas Jane and, and just the gravelly voice and the appeal and the skull. <laughs> Oh man, so much good shit with this character. I can go on for it's days. A language too. Yep. I like this body language, but we'll be diving into that later on. Uh, noob, you want to go next and talk about your introduction to the character? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I can't really remember because it comes down to like I got introduced. I think a few different ways very quickly, like within a week, you know, kind of thing. So I can't remember if it was like. I think it was like the possibly like an episode like of the cartoon with the Spider-Man where he was crossed into it a few times. Um, but it could have easily been the comics as well. Uh, cause I was huge into Stanley comics, Marvel comics. Uh, X-Men was like one of my favorite ones and Spider-Man obviously was a lot of people's favorites, but I know that he interacts with Spider-Man a couple of times, even the comics too. 
and that might have been where I've seen it, or also it would have been in the cartoon because I was huge on those 90s cartoons as well. So, um, but I think it was probably the comics just because, like I said, like I was huge in them and his personality. There's only one other hero I loved as much as him is Wolverine. And oddly enough, they actually had a comic book with Wolverine and Punisher as well. And uh, together. So I, I really like those. I think that's what started me with liking him. And then the movie with Tom Jane just blew me away because he bottled every bit of what that character is. So, yeah. but yeah, that, that's pretty much, I think, where my, my first part was probably the comics, but it could have easily been like an episode of Spider-Man where he popped in there for an episode or two. It was a nice and cool interaction, but maybe not so cool for Wolverine where uh, him and Punisher were fighting and Punisher shot him in the balls. And it's just Wolverine <laughs> just in that entire battle trying to stop Punisher and he gets shot in the balls and told that, hey, uh, they'll grow back someday. Don't worry. I, I just thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> they'll grow back. <laughs> <laughs> but Nero, what is your formal introduction into the Punisher? My formal introduction to the Punisher, I first watched the 2004 movie when I was a kid. I watched it with my family. I mean, yeah, and then uh, three years, three to four years ago, I purchased the PS2 game, and I've been playing that for a little bit. Oh, that's good. Like, you gotta start somewhere. I, I think that was the first Punisher game I ever played. Uh, I didn't play the NES game until later, but we'll get into that. Yep. So, well, yeah. Also, I have played the... I played the Punisher arcade game that Capcom had released in yeah. 2016. Oh. Wait, was that ported to the NES, or am I high? Uh, th That was ported to the Sega Genesis and the the mega drive oh okay then that's that's where i played it then because it's been a long I long time I'm, i think i'm right yeah mega drive is europe european and sega genesis is america american yep yeah so we're moving on to the second question who is well what is your least favorite and favorite comic run of the punisher uh, i'm gonna keep this brief because everyone pretty much knows this and it's universal for least favorite but the whole thing they did with frankencastle where he's stitched back together after being cut apart by wolverine's son i did not like that because i thought I, I thought it was really stupid um it's it's just okay yes he's dead and that was a very uh tragic event but now you're gonna stitch him back together so he's a zombie i, I i'm like why that, that's stupid like it, it didn't make any sense to me and they went on with that for like several runs uh it was cool that he was attacking wolverine's son because you know that's the logical thing to do after a guy just killed you but still it was it was pretty dumb uh favorite runs would probably be you know castle's best runs are honestly when he was uh written by garth ennis uh punisher max that was the best that we had a punisher honestly 
because that was where they didn't connect any of the universe it was really dark it was really gritty uh and they decided to put punisher as a standalone character now it's garth ennis he wrote the boys as well and i i did not like how he handled <laughs> the boys i thought it was very puerile and 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 dumb in certain instances but uh for punisher max that's when some of the gritty humor worked for me especially from barracuda where he's like <laughs> it's so funny to say this but this is what happens in the comics he tells some guy to whip out you know barracuda's johnson and point it at a toilet bowl and he's that crazy and eccentric in, in this universe it's like that's when the punisher villains really started to be outlandish and out there and i'm like oh my god this is this is crazy, but I can't stop watching these villains do all this crazy shit to other people, um, especially blow someone up out of nowhere in a diner and Punisher has to put their heart back together. And, and that's just kind of sick. But uh, that's that's the run that I like the most because it was so much random stuff happening to Frank and he was like the boogeyman solving all these equations. Um, damn. Uh least wait for me least favorite has to be frank and castle like you said you pretty much summed that up for me and now my favorite it's a toss up between the original the punisher series the first one um and then uh uh maybe uh, maybe Warzone, cause uh, I can't help but get that scene. I can't get that scene out of my head from the Warzone number one, where he has the guy strung up, uh, upside down, as far as I remember, because I used this scene in uh the Punisher two thousand four movie. Where Mickey is hung up upside down, and Frank's going on this whole spiel about like you know when uh, when something extremely hot such as a blowtorch hits the human body, soon your body will go into shock and all you're gonna feel is cold. And then he then he just goes over to a piece of meat steak. And he star and he starts blowtorching that. He then takes a popsicle stick and just pokes the back of the guy strung upside down, just doing that, pretending that he's actually like burning him, and the guy's like screaming his head off. I thought that was very funny, <laughs> especially the movie, because especially when Mickey realizes that he's not actually getting hurt. And it's just a popsicle. He's like, you are not a nice person. And Frank just gives him a look like, you know, I, I still have the blowtorch right there on the table. I can just reignite it. Uh, <laughs> this this scene is done 10 times worse in the Garf Ennis run because he just simply kills the dude and burns him alive in front of national television like because i think it's a camera in the room so he just literally does it which is why it's like that run is crazy because he that's when you can see that punisher really doesn't care about criminal life at all it's just a minuscule factor to him 
because I mean, I brought up like the original, like the Punisher run, because like also there was like two scenes that really stick out the most for me. Mm. Um, I think it was the, in the Punisher run. If it wasn't in the Punisher run, it was probably in probably one of the issues for War Journal. Um, there was a scene with uh, not a, a scene. There was a panel where he's like connecting with um this character Rose, and they end up forming like a kind of bond with each other and like at that time you know because the punisher is like fresh faced and shit like that people don't know like what's going to happen and they're on they're being kept on their toes they're like huh maybe the punisher is going to like sit sit down and have a new life with this chick and both of them will kick ass together but um yeah, unfortunately, towards the end, I think she's on the helicopter and the bad guy ends up, like, knocking her off and she falls to her death. And uh, the last panel is him looking down at the streets and, like, sadness that yes. the person that he cared about the most after Maria died uh, yet again. It's it's. Panels. And this, and the, it's like, and it's like that. It's like that, and it's just like, I. It just gets to you, especially now, because it's like, damn. It, it's it's more, more established throughout the years. It's panels where they do that. Uh, I, I personally don't like the fact that, uh, when they try to do comic runs or or media where Punisher moves on, because in my mind, I like it when the character doesn't. He he doesn't move on. He doesn't let it go, and that's kind of demonstrated through his work. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's the painkiller Jane arc that they had where she's like infatuated with him, but in my opinion, that was just like a pity fuck. Like he fucked her just to not be annoyed by her anymore. But that was just more funny than anything, in my opinion. Uh, I'm gonna let the others go. Uh, noob. Is there any comic runs of the Punisher that you read? Um, mainly, uh, just the, uh, Punisher and Wolverine together comics, because like I said before, I was huge into X-Men and Wolverine and Punisher was my other one. And really their personalities are very similar in a lot of ways. And so watching them have to work together at the same time, they always try to kill each other. So it was a uh, really interesting and I, I liked it, uh, that comic I think in, at one point, I think Wolverine gets shot in the head with an arrow and pulls it out of his head. And I can't even, I don't think, I think they toned down Wolverine going against Punisher because, I mean, Wolverine could probably kill him in an instant. But they, Yeah, they did. Um, So Wolverine's son is like the prime example of when they let someone with animantium go all out and fight the Punisher. And we we saw how that went. He cut him into strings. Uh, that one with the Wolverine arc that you mentioned, that's kind of like a little bit of comedy relief because the whole time Wolverine's walking around, he has like no face after Punisher blew it off. So it's like something to laugh at, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> it was it was just funny too watching their fights and stuff like that. It was interesting because it's like you don't really get to see them fight ever. So it was kind of cool to see that. So, yeah. Do you have any comic runs that you really didn't like a lot? Um, I can't really think of any right now. 
but I mean, if I had to guess one of them, I'd probably say probably what you guys were talking about before, like we're coming back as a zombie and stuff like that for whatever reason. So I can't, I just can't think of many people who actually really liked Frankencastle. I, I do. Like, yeah that's what they call him he's just yeah, a zombie so punisher and it's so weird but it, it's cool that this the storyline it, it wasn't the worst thing in the world just the execution and how it's like we killed this big badass character now he won't stay dead it's just kind of lackluster in that regard yeah Nero, what about you, buddy? Any uh, Punisher moments from the comics um, that you liked? Uh, favorite runs, least favorite, etc. All right, so the whole, the whole, uh, the Nucci family thing from Punisher Max was it? Uh, I I think that was before Punisher Max, but I think Ennis did write that. So I, I know what you're talking about. That's the one where he punched out the polar bear and the polar bear like ripped off her legs and arms and everything and then he uh threw her in some flames because you know you got to finish that off nicely like a marshmallow and some fire so yeah i remember that that was absolutely hilarious i'm not even a lot i agree that was one of the best runs before max that i really enjoyed uh do you have one that you didn't like i didn't i didn't read frank and punisher so it's just i i have a feeling that if you do read it you're probably not gonna like it that much because again after they killed punisher off it was that should have been it for that storyline but no they had to continue it on and it just feels like big filler uh so <laughs> that's the problem i had with frankie castle and the fact that it's dumb because now he's a zombie so <laughs> it just doesn't work um good Oh, I, no, I was just going to, like, because uh, this one was going to be brief. The last thing I was going to, like, bring up, I think it was from War Journal, actually, or maybe the OG run. Uh, Frank ends up coming across this uh, old friend of his, and uh, Frank's like, oh, you're doing business with them. You're, you're part of their crew, huh? You know, we've been friends for a long time. Get your ass fed to this alligator. He just tosses him overboard. And even though I think he was like missing for years and uh, people were wondering, where did he go? Frank was like, you're working with them. It was nice knowing you and just tosses him overboard. And Frank watches as he's screaming and horror as he's getting torn apart by the alligator. I'm like, yeah, Punisher yeah. loves introducing people to animals and sharks and having oh, yep. them get de devoured by them um i know it's a little bit off topic but there's a whole level dedicated to that in the 2005 yes. video game yes so that's like a homage in my opinion i i do remember especially oh, yeah. the dude the dude getting eaten by the shark uh that was actually a comic panel in max where Punisher's like in the water. Uh, if I talk like if I talk comic moments, I would be here like all day. But I gotta mention this one. It's the one where he's in the water with the criminal, and he's a pirate, and he's like heavily wounded. But the pirate tells him he was a extreme drug dealer. Uh, while he's trying to help him, so then Punisher gets in real close, and he says, 
uh you know what you want to know my name and he's like what is it and he's like hi i'm the punisher and he throws him in the mouth of a shark and i i just thought that was funny as soon as he found out it, that bloodlust just kicked in like super hot yeah i think with the punisher like that like the entire game like the way that the subtitles were and everything like that it was in like comic form so i think it was like the whole thing was like an homage to like not just the movie but also the uh, the comics as well. Oh, question number three is about to get really interesting. So, Cryo, could you read that? Uh, yes, yes, I can, my friend. Okay. Um, how do you feel about the overall code of the Punisher and his debates with Daredevil? All criminals deserve to die versus giving people a second chance to reform themselves. Do you think all the criminal murdering is justified? Oof. Um, I want to go first on this one, and then you guys can go. I'm just going to make it quick. Now, I agree that when the Punisher takes out people like pedophiles, rapists, murderers, like mass murderers, etc., who, you know, he says it in the show, they just keep getting out of prison to do the same thing over and over again, ruining other people's lives in the process. I do think that on some level, he is correct about that. But where I sort of disagree inside with Daredevil is when those people who aren't like mass murderers or scumbags or whatever, they're just like, drug dealers trying to get their life straight or get some money or something like that and when they get caught and go to jail they reform and they actually do those people that actually do clean up their ways and say i'm, I'm not going to do this again because it's stupid i understand i i served my time and now i'm a free man i want to go back to society i do agree with daredevil in the sense that maybe there is that hope that they could reform themselves learn from their ways and and move on it's it's a debate where you agree and disagree with both of them in a sense. Yeah, because uh, for me personally, this is going to be brief as well. It it depends on which of which version of the Punisher because uh, there's one there's like a few where he's not like going after like every single like criminal for like I don't know like uh, loitering or littering. For paraphrasing here, just giving like stupid examples, little small examples. Oh, oh nothing, nothing uh, that small scale. That'd be crazy. But like, but like, uh, for example, like he, the versions of Punisher where he goes after people who are, who ends up like for drug dealers, drug dealers that actually end up hurting people or their products that they're selling ends up hurting people that those that punish those versions of punisher i can side with because in my opinion uh especially with the way the justice system works in the mcu no not the mcu sorry the marvel universe in general not just the mcu but also the comic universe um the punisher isn't as right because I think there's been actually some comic runs where people say like, oh, I reform, I change, but then they go back to doing the same thing that they did before and they hurt more people. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And, and I get that drugs can, you know, make people addicted and, and hurt their lives still. But I'm just talking about like 
someone who did it just to make some cash they got caught and when they say i'm not doing yeah. it again they they mean it you know what i mean those people maybe they could match right about yeah. that yeah yeah because that's what i was saying like there's some runs where like uh where frank had come across came across people like that and he just like gave them a warning like if you do this again you're gonna end up staring down the barrel of my gun <laughs> because he knows that he didn't like they didn't like hurt anybody but if they hurt somebody uh i'm sorry you're dead yep there there is those versions of the punisher that just if you keep doing it and you're a repeat offender he will kill you um yeah nero i want to get your opinion on this and he has Fall into the Punisher. Oh. oh. What? <laughs> Punisher didn't get me yet. <laughs> I want to get your opinion on uh, question number three. Honestly, I feel like... I feel like it depends on the situation. If there are, like... If there's... If it's someone like Goblin, for example. He's out... Goblin's out here go, doing, like, mass murders and terrorism and shit like that. I honestly feel like people like that deserve what the Punisher's giving out. Oh, yeah. However, if it's somebody that what that's reformed and never wants to do that type of stuff again, I feel like they should just be let go. It's, it's sort of... I know another character I'm going to name. I know it's not Marvel-related, but uh, it's kind of like the Joker in a sense. Like, Every single time, you know, he's like Batman's most dangerous villain to the environment, to the people, everything. It's like, you know, it's fine if you just kill him. He just keeps getting out and murdering like hundreds, if not thousands of people. Like, why not just put him out of his misery? You know what I mean? Uh, Noob, what, what about you? How do you feel about this? <clears throat> well, I think I, for me, I can see both sides of it. Like obviously you want to give people a chance of free will and for them to choose good over evil. But I think what it comes down to for me, at least is that a lot of times people don't really change or it's rare if they do. So like, especially with criminals as bad as they are in Punisher comics, you know, they can only stay away from breaking the law for so long. Like, and plus I, I, I doubt that they're going to stop going after the Punisher. Like Punisher puts them in, you know, he can't just keep, putting away enemies and it's like, Oh, I'm just going to put them behind bars and they'll be good guys again. They're going to churn and they want to get revenge on him for putting them in there, you know? And if he leaves enough of them alive, that's enough of them to come after him that it'd be like a repeat, like what happened to his family in the beginning. Yep. So I, I can see why he chooses that he has to go that route because it's kind of like, let's say that in, in, even in real life, if somebody broke into your house to come after you and you hurt them enough, they can sue you. But if they if they didn't make it through, if they died, whatever else in that battle with you, it's your word. They're in your house, anything else. So I think it also comes down to that too. Is it's you know it's also protecting himself, I guess, in a way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like um, there have been mobs that went after the Punisher. Uh, he killed them and wiped the mob out, and that was a prime example of. Well, you know, to to put it in in words that are 
<laughs> that are like this uh they won't fuck with them uh <laughs> it's it, it's stuff like that where it serves death might serve as a constant reminder hence why he has the skull on his chest because you know that's the that's what it symbolizes like if you keep crossing that line then eventually the last thing you'll see is that uh so i do get that but like i said if it's some petty guy some carjacker or whatever oh, and, yeah. and and he he gets caught and and beat up and he reforms and say i'm, I'm not gonna do this again that's that's it then i i think those people maybe could be let go yeah like <laughs> like oh, oh i stole a candy bar that's it we're just gonna, we're, you're done yeah you're done I, son i mean because <laughs> there was there was one comic there was one comic book and the original comic book run because this actually brings up a good point uh there was a taxi driver killer where um it turns out to be this chick who uh who's very disgruntled against the justice system that failed her and her daughter who was um i think she was like um like you know raped and killed by a taxi driver and um yeah she she went out, did her own thing, and uh, Frank caught up with her, and because um, the thing is, also, um, from what I remember, she did all of this, and I think she even like killed innocent people. And Frank caught up with her, and his his taxi, because this was when he had micro, I think, he designed the vehicle to have a shotgun underneath the back seat. And all he had to do was pull, push, a, push a button, and it would go... Uh, he ended up killing her, and it, it, I think the last comic panel was him saying you know if she didn't go after innocence maybe I would have gave her some pointers on what gun to use how to properly go through it but she went after innocence yep uh also she's like I with them with her uh, and I think it's funny when uh you know pedophiles or whatever they don't realize that they're outing themselves out near the Punisher and the Punisher is like a kid in a candy (laughs) store when he kills them. And it's, it's like that scene in daredevil season two, where the guy's like offering porn, he turns around he says "Uh, something under 12 or something. Punisher turns around like it's 12. Oh yeah. And, and Frank's like, uh, locks the door it's like that, yeah. was, that was the wrong All answer right, well, let well, me it was, <laughs> it, the store went from open to close and then he yeah, got his yeah, baseball right. bat that's like that's the greatest thing ever i love i loved it because you you saw his shoulder kind of like go like okay all right and uh sorry we're closed yeah. <laughs> it's time to go back to work today it's time to go back to work. Um, so, so you've chosen but, death. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
I guess, I guess this actually is a good time to do a, uh, since we're talking about humor and shit, uh, how do you guys feel about Frank's sense of humor as a side question? Because a lot of people are on the fence about it. Some people feel like it takes away from the character, but some people say it kind of like builds Frank's character. Okay. How deadpan he is, how cold he can be. It's what do you guys feel about it? Okay, if I'll go real quick and I'll let everyone else go, but I I, I think it's funny. It's a statement actually. So if <sighs> if John Bernthal is gonna be in Born Again and and people are gonna be like, oh no, Punisher made a dry humor joke or something like that. Um he's always sort of been like that. I'm I'm not saying like the Punisher is a lighthearted character because that would be a disservice to what the character is that's that's not what he is but at the same time he does entertain humor from time to time uh there was that moment in the game where he ripped off a bushwhacker's arm and he used his arm as a machine gun because it is a machine gun to shoot bushwhacker with it and one of the lines he says is you know i don't usually smile much but if i did this would be the first time that i would because he literally disarmed the man and killed him with his own weapon uh (laughs) so it's that dark dry sense of wit that the character is known for i don't i don't see the problem if they tried to do something like that in born again and uh i i know it's going to be taken out of context and people are going to get mad like they usually do yeah because i mean he he had humor in like uh netflix is the punisher like when the kid when the kid ended up shooting the guy she thought she killed him he's she's like i killed him i killed him and she's like hyperventilating he takes the gun from him. he's like he's like no 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 see i killed him <laughs> you didn't kill him i killed him he's like you have nothing to worry about yeah I, i'm not surprised like uh th- there it's was a funny there there was a big debate um about i I think the youtuber that posted this uh i'm not gonna shout him out but uh he said how the punisher uh was gotten wrong in the netflix show now there's different renditions of frank castle that's one thing to take into consideration so different continuities different continuities like even every batman is not the same uh that's one thing to be taken into consideration there's no mainline uh person for the punisher just general ideas on the character his wife and family died uh that stuff does stick in with uh continuity but there's different layers i think for the netflix show they tried to humanize the character a little bit to make him more relatable so uh where the closest that you would get to something like punisher max and media is probably uh ray stevenson as the punisher and that kind of goes into the next question but um i i I do get that that there's differing renditions all over the place but I, i didn't mind humanized punisher because that made him a bit more relatable to the audience as opposed to being the boogeyman that kills people and that's it i i always felt that for the max punisher to work they simply made characters around uh punisher max in order to make that interesting so you have micro giving dialogue or uh fbi agents looking for the punisher and giving characterization those characters are more lively where the punisher is not and you're just mostly there for him killing people in the yeah. most brutal ways you brought this up like a while back yeah well speaking on this you said like uh a punisher that is just completely emotionless and just like 
like cut off from like the audience it would not make a good show or a movie if the audience can't really see the character yeah or like hardcore if the is too cardboard if the character is too cardboard and it, he's not something that the audience can like follow with um then it kind of like falls flat yeah because that's kind of the purpose of the punisher is for you to like um not necessarily not just not just uh, can't even talk not necessarily root for the guy but like be there as like support guy like oh hell yeah yeah, yeah. fight him yeah kill him it's but... it's basically an audience surrogate thing um which i i understand uh but at the same time i think people have to realize that um you know hardcore fans will probably like someone like punisher max where he doesn't have much emotion but um for general audiences trying to relate to the character and other characters around him the exposition would be through those other characters and not necessarily the Punisher. So I see why they humanized them a bit. And it, it wasn't bad in the Netflix show. I, I think uh, people give that show way too much shit. Uh, I, I thought that the first two seasons, I thought they were interesting and entertaining for the character as part of that universe when they were trying to expand his story and everything like that. Um, granted, yeah. uh, they tried to do things in differing ways, especially with uh, Jigsaw. But I, I thought that story of them being comrades and arms and brothers and stuff like that, uh, you know, not literal brothers, but like I'm talking about like in a platoon. Uh, and yeah. then he turns on them. Uh, I thought that was an interesting story to tell for that. So I, I totally didn't mind it at all. Yeah, I know we're definitely going to be talking more about uh, the Punisher and uh, Punisher Warzone. Um, but uh, I'll answer this question real quick and I'll let the, the boys... Uh, go next mm -hmm. um for for me i like his humor um but then again i myself have very dark humor i'm very deadpan with my jokes and my delivery and and like the thing with punisher is like he has ran out of fucks to give when his when his family was legit full of lead and metal and lying in the morgue after that frank changed his demeanor changed his sense of humor changed he was not the same person as he used to be so obviously his humor is going to be extremely dark and very straight and narrow to the point no pun intended Yep, the justice system failed him in every way possible, so I can see exactly why he decided to be more cold. Yep. But uh yeah, um Nero, what about what about you? How do you feel about people what people are saying about like his sense of humor, the tad makes his character feel less uh I guess not impertinent, but it kinda like takes away from his character and uh, that it kind of like ruins his character. Like, what? What do you think? I feel like the hu the humor that Punisher has it fits his character. Honestly, yep. It's like, like most people say, like he's out of fucks to give. So why should he have? Why should he have like a lack of humor? 
Like even if someone even Batman yeah. makes jokes, I, I don't I don't get people saying that. I I bought the bank. Flash drive. <laughs> And this, and this man had his parents like clap like five times over. So damn. <laughs> What's your superpower? I'm rich. Yep. <laughs> but you were uh, saying, Nero? Yeah. It's like even in even in my darkest hour, I do make like really messed up jokes and stuff to get myself moving. You know, like that's just how some people are. Yeah, humor is the spice of life. I don't, again, I, I don't see people, I don't get why they say a dark character can't make jokes. Even even Daredevil, like, for all the dark shit that happens in that show, the characters are very upbeat and lively. Um, You know, Matt's cracking jokes, and, and it's subtle, and it's, it's written well, and it's always been there. So even if... Like once again, if Born Again does that, I'll be like, oh, okay, that's pertinent to the Netflix show. I get it. I get why they went that direction. Uh, so no one should be surprised if they actually do that. Even Spawn, even Spawn and Blade. Yep, Spawn was murdered. Moments. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't know. For me, I feel like the argument, like it takes away from his character. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, especially if you dive into the psychology of the character like i was obviously he's his humor it like i said it's changed after his family was killed and he's using this as a way of like not coping but as a way of keeping that pain alive because that pain and misery is what keeps him going going because he's he even said so himself he's like if i let my guard down at any moment if i let go of all that pain, all that misery, it's gonna leave me open for people to exploit. Yep, being vulnerable. Yep. But um, Sergeant, what do you have for us? <clears throat> I, I I almost like, I don't know. To me, the comedy for me almost felt like came from a place of like confidence. Um, Wait, <clears throat> I, I say that, like he's got all this experience and. Doing all this stuff, everything else, you know, meaning military experience and um, and how he customizes his weapons and everything else. That when it comes to these other guys, to him, it's like they're street thugs, you know. And so then he can make like really. And then the other thing is he's punishing bad guys, so I feel like it's almost like torturing, but having fun with it, kind of like um, the only person I could think of that. Um, kind of backs this up is uh, Freddy Krueger does that, you know? Like, he's bringing the horror out of him, but he's cracking jokes the whole time that he's tormenting him. And I think that Punisher's a lot like that in the same way. The The system didn't punish him, so he's punishing him his way, and adding a little bit of humor to it as he's doing it, I think is like salt in the wound. Yeah, I, I, I was actually about to say that, too. Like, it does make sense that he's using, like, his sense of humor against these thugs uh, as a way of, like, tormenting them while he's killing them. I I do agree with that. That actually does make a lot of sense. Uh, another thing is that um his taunting actually works. Uh, if he taunts them and makes fun of them, wisecracks, etc., 
when he told kingpin you know you're so big i could just roll you no problem uh it's 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 one of those things where it's like if you psychologically get inside their head then you're completely messing with them so uh it's a tactic actually for the punisher uh it was one that he used uh when he was taunting the irish guys in um daredevil season two when he was like sort of talking crap and whatnot and um they all got blown up when they checked the punisher's van so (laughs) once again like if it's a tactic if you can use it and if it does make them mad enough to make mistakes then that is the punisher way uh yeah i definitely do agree with that um so what what question are we on four yep we're on number four now um narrow go ahead and read four I think he's muted, so I can do it. All right. Oh, never mind. Uh, who is your favorite and least favorite Punisher actor in live-action media? John Berthel, Ray Stevenson, Thomas Jane, and Dolph Lundgren. Oof. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, you go ahead. You go, go first. I'll go, I'll go next. My favorite is John Berthel. I would say Thomas Jane, because I, it was the first exposure to the Punisher that I really had. I haven't seen Ray Stevenson and Dolph, so I can't really give a solid opinion on it. Uh, I do like I do like how John Berthel portrayed the Punisher. Carl, um, I. Uh... That's it. It's hard to say, like, my least, because I did like Dolph Lundgren. I liked Ray Stevenson and Thomas Jane. Uh, I, I guess since the writing for it wasn't necessarily all that great. Um, even though Dolph Lundgren actually had the cold aspect from hands down. Uh, I would have to say Dolph Lundgren was my least favorite, and um, for favorite, I would probably have to maybe be either John Bernthal or uh, Thomas Jane because I mean, I mean, like with with John Bernthal, I mean, come on, you. You can't tell me like you wouldn't get terrified if someone's going Rrr! just like screaming like that constantly. Like you can't tell me you would shit you would not shit yourself. No 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 wait 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 But yeah those those are those are that's my least favorite Punisher, Dolph Lundgren and my favorite Jane or uh, Bernthal. Stevenson is like in the middle between like least and favorite. I didn't mind him too much. What about you, Newt? For me, um, <clears throat> uh, my favorite and least favorite is kind of like, I'll, I'll, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's just like the movies, basically. Because um, I'm not sure which one was it that was in the show. Uh, that was Bernthal. I thought he did a great job, really, because he kind of brought a little bit of like 
Ray Stevenson style with it, with yeah. staying more true to Thomas Jane's character, which I thought was the best way of doing it, really, because it shows the grittiness of the Punisher, but also the fact that there was more to him than I think that Ray Stevenson brings to the table, I think. So my favorite has always been Tom Jane. And uh, I, like, it's funny because I, I read the comics before seeing the movie, and I've always pictured Punisher the way that Tom Jane did it. I was like, that's exactly what I envisioned when I was seeing the Punisher. So I was like, I thought he captured it beautifully. And um, one of the things I didn't like about Ray's scenes is one that he took the, took up going to do the Warzone movie because I Tom Jane actually... Uh, declined doing it, and I always wondered why did he say no? Why did he not want to do it? And then it was it came down to creative differences. What they said, but what it was is he's like I seen the the um, <clears throat> what they were gonna do with the um, script and everything else, and he goes I didn't like it because it's basically a story about revenge and not about punishment, which mm-hmm. is very clearly stated in the movie of the first one that Tom Jane was in when yeah. they're leaving when they're leaving the building basically giving away giving up on the uh, case and he's sitting outside the building going like so this many people died there's like 20 people or something like that or 50 people died and we don't have one suspect which he knew that that was the case because it was the mafia like that that mafia group whatever that took him out and so he's like okay well you guys aren't gonna do anything because they're paying off or else. Well, then there still needs to be punishment done. And that's when he takes matters in his own hands. So it was never about revenge. It was always about the fact that no one was taken in. Yeah, I remember that because the director, the director, I think, had like left as soon as Thomas Jane left. He did not like the script. And in fact, I think the script they used for Warzone was not the script that they were uh, going to use. I think they threw out that script. And they like reworked a shit ton of it. And uh, I know Thomas Jane did say that he would like to be Punisher again, which he actually did. In fact, uh, became Punisher one last time for now. And that was Dirty Laundry, where he took a bottle of Jack Daniels and smashed it against a thug's head, which I'm like, hell yeah. Yep, he did. That was the short. Yeah. Um, I forgot who did that. I I think it was was it Adi Shankar? I don't remember, but I think I think so. Yeah, but I I do remember him taking that bottle of Jack to people's head, and I'm like, when is this thing gonna break? Because he's hit like um, ten people with it by now. Fun, fun <laughs> fact: uh, that's actually realistic. Jesus that, Christ! I I did Jack not know Daniel that. Bottle, Jack Daniel bottles, especially if it has liquor in it. It's sturdy as hell. I know someone said like they were drunk one time and they had the bottle in their hand and they were going to pour out another shot, but it slipped out of their hand and it just bounced off the ground. Did not break. Yeah. That is amazing. very sturdy. I've also heard about this. Uh, like, I mean, I, I hate to like talk about a different group. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of people probably know who like Rooster Teeth is and stuff like that. But there was like one part where the guy that, that voiced Caboose in Red versus Blue, I guess he said he got in a fight at one point, um, and like a bar fight thing. He thought he was gonna be a smart little kid, like he's like in his twenties or whatever, and he's like throwing a bottle, and then he threw the bottle and it just goes 
Clink, 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 clink. Like, it didn't shatter. It just, <laughs> it just hit the ground and started rolling. And he goes, and I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. You learn something new every day, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as for me, favorite actors. Okay, so I'm just going to put out a disclaimer. I, I think these guys that portray Punisher are great in their own ways. Uh, but if I had to pick between favorite, I would say, honestly, Burnthal, I think that's when he really got like the character and everything not to say that the others didn't but uh it was something about that one sticking out and having the most comic accurate story in my opinion uh for daredevil season two uh whereas i think one of the worst and and this is just due to how the movie was and we talked about it was uh ray stevenson and warzone because from what i heard not only did they change around the script for that character but they also decided at the end he was going to walk away from the whole punishment thing and i i did not like that idea at all uh yeah i think they they did that because he ended up killing a uh a undercover cop and he couldn't tell the difference between a good guy or a bad guy anymore yeah and that's why he wanted to he wanted to quit I, I totally I totally get that. Uh they, they played around with that too on um, Punisher season two where it's like, oh I don't know if I killed an innocent, but it turned out to be manipulation by uh Jigsaw. It just wasn't again, they didn't write it as sharply as that. And because they don't focus on uh the aspect of his family at all, they focus on these detectives and everything. It's sort of like the thing that we talked about with Max where the characterization really is through some of the other characters and punishers that just there like doing stuff uh so i i really didn't get behind it it didn't show stevenson really doing his acting chops uh, as far as like compared to jane or bernthal because you know they were actually reacting to hey my family this is the character my family's dead i have to deal with this plight and pain yeah. you know and, and Stevenson really didn't get to embody that at all. Uh, you can you can say the same thing about Lundgren, but I kind of like Lundgren's performance from what I saw, uh, where the detective's trying to be his friend and he knows that he can't go back at all. Yeah, because I know with Warzone, I know they tried humanizing him because he was around the uh, the the FBI agent that he uh, gunned down. He went to. Uh, his family and try to give them like a shit ton of money to say that he was um sorry and that shows you how out of touch he is with human like interaction he thinks like giving a shit ton of money to start a new life somewhere will help ease the pain but it just doesn't work like that and as he's spending more and more time with uh the FBI agent's wife and kid, um, he starts humanizing a little bit more. He starts becoming more less cold-hearted, but he fights it off because he's like, I can't do this. I, I guess I have to be cold. 
I guess it's comical because in some of the scenes that I saw, uh, there was Castle blowing off someone's head, and the agents like, "God damn it, Castle!" Oh, and it's it's, yeah, with the <laughs> it, it, it's just ridiculous, in, in my opinion. It's like okay, yeah. like I, I I believe that Stevenson, in, in terms of embodying the cold, callous nature of Punisher, it was great, but. You know, it, it doesn't compare to scenes like uh, Bernthal in the graveyard talking about how his daughter, you know, died and how he's waiting for uh, to pick her up from school. And there was that one day where I, I never got to see her again. And it, it, that was a lot more emotional weight compared to the other performances, in my opinion. Or when he punched the guy in the face and it just, just... Oh yeah, his, his war zone is ridiculous. <laughs> his whole fist just goes to that guy's face, and I'm like, how is that even? Like to the yeah. point where it broke his entire skull. Like Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Well, I I think also like the war zones. Like, like okay, at one point he's swinging off of a ceiling fan. Have you ever tried to swing off a ceiling fan? Let me <laughs> tell you. All right, I weigh like one fifty at the most, and I will bring that shit to the ground. Like, there's no way this, like, 250-pound pure muscle dude is swinging around on the ceiling fan like it's nothing. With, with uh, two, I think it was the MP5Ks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, at the same so, time, perfectly hitting yeah. mobs. Yeah, perfectly hitting mobsters at the table. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't know if this is a question, but can we, can we talk about, like, thoughts on the movies and, and shows? Is this a question in the document? Um, I... Let me actually check. It's question number five. We might as well, right, segue yeah. into that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a good segue. <laughs> um, yeah, Warzone's ridiculous. I, I mean, there, there's no other way to describe it. Like, especially the scene where someone's doing, like, a backflip and Punisher just blows them the fuck up. Oh, yeah. And I was like... <laughs> oh, yeah. McGinty, McGinty and his boys. I was like, what is... This movie's... Cr and I think it... The table scene, like he just cuts off someone's head and it yeah. falls off like I, a meatball. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I did. Lo I, I will say, I did love that. I did love the opening to Warzone because, um, it didn't show much of Frank until at the dinner table where he ends up popping open the flare and you see the skull. Yeah, dude. And you see his face and he's looking around and he's like, ah. <laughs> You're the you're the head uh you're the Rosati. You're you're the head Rosati. I got your ass. Yeah. And he, he's like the first one he kills because I got a good I got too much of a good memory with this scene and the movies. He ends up slicing his head off with his knife. He ends up seeing the chick, the wife, uh trying to pull out a gun. He ends up taking her head and snaps it with her, with his, uh, I think either with his ankles or his hands. And up until that point, we had never seen Frank actually kill a chick before. Mm -hmm. well, they even they even got into that. The, I think the director, Lexi Alexand Alexander, Alexandra, she was, she, she was like, she was like, we had never seen him do this before in media, in live action or shows. So I'm like, let's do it. Yep. Why not? I, I did like the dinner scene. It was ridiculous, 
but it was very Punisher-esque. Like, get all the people in one room and go guns blazing. Like, it, it was... Despite the stunted, like, uh, characterization in areas like Warzone is a good time if you just want to see Punisher mainly blow people up in the dumbest yeah. ways possible. Uh, if you're I, a gun enthusiast, too. I, 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 can't, I can't fully hate on that movie despite what I said earlier yeah. because it's, it's really fucking entertaining. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot of action in it, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, the only thing I didn't like about the movie was how easy it was to kill Jigsaw. Oh, where, um, oh, wait, how did, I saw the scene where he made him into Jigsaw with the glass, but I, I didn't see him kill him. I didn't watch it for that long. Um, I, he legit just, um, I think he headbutted him and, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember. Did he, he stab him? I, him? I think he stabbed him, yeah. right? Yeah, because the guy had a, like a spear, and he blocks it, and Frank impales him on it and pulls him closer towards him. And he, while Jigsaw is gurgling on his blood, he says, fuck you. And Frank says, let me put you out of my misery. And he pushes them into the fire pit. Oh, so basically he got the uh, Manucci treatment. He got burned to death. Uh, yeah, because I there was a there was a few lines in that movie where uh, Ray Stevenson actually had um, a got from not had ad lib if it was I don't know if it was from the comics or what he believed Frank would say I think he said it was from the comics. Uh, no, there was a line where um, he's talking with the uh, the priest. And he says, um, I think he says, uh, sometimes I like to get my hands on God. Apparently that was not in the script. He ad-libbed it after reading uh, one of the comics. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. But, uh, Punisher used to be previous Catholic. And I think because uh, Daredevil gets happy, it's like eyes glow up when he brings that up, but he's like, you went to mass? And he's like, oh, one point in my life, but after the family incident, you know, that all stopped. Uh, he gave up the faith and everything. So uh, I, I thought that was cool, though. They brought that back in Daredevil season two, where it's like they kind of have that small moment where they talk about that and they connect. And then it's just back to, uh, you know, stop digging, please stop doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... I mean, other than that, though, Warzone was not that was really not that bad, but it it could have been much better. But I know there was a lot of studio interference. I think. <clears throat> yeah, that's oh. that's probably the main point issue with the movie. Um, um, I I guess we could talk about the Punisher, Thomas Jane. Uh, okay. So I I. I'm not going to spend too much on this. I'm going to let you guys talk, but I did enjoy this movie for what it was. Um, Kyle knows more about the director's cut and yeah. the scene in the scenes that I saw, I am like perplexed as to why they cut them because they gave some characters more death. I'm like, why was this not in the movie? Overall, that being said for what they did, I thought uh, the Punisher with Thomas Jane was great. I, I wish though that, 
it was a little bit more gory um that that's my only issue with it while they do have like a lot of bloody kills i, I didn't feel like it was gory enough in my opinion i think the goriest moment was when he put the knife in the guy's mouth and he just pushes it up and you see it go through like his actual face i thought that was gruesome but uh yeah. no, nothing on the level of warzone or even the netflix shows if i'm being honest it was probably during well remember this was like the early 2000s and the mpa they 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 were legit like hitman 47 oh yeah like it, going after movies that were trying to like push the bar too high with gore because they tried doing anything nope rated r or yeah. uh you know nc-17 yeah that sucks it, it's it's a good movie but because of that nature uh with the mpa it, it kind of hurts it in a sense because you know that the punisher is like all gory and stuff uh so you don't see a lot of that in that movie but i, I did enjoy my time with it for real yeah yeah uh i'll i'll go I'll go last. I want everyone else's opinion about like um Punisher. Yeah. Shane. All right, I guess uh, we can let Noob go. Uh, how do you feel about um the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane? Yeah, I'm. I really love that one. I mean, I know that like yeah, they didn't do a lot with the gore and stuff like that, but I also this is like pre like MCU really taking off and stuff like that. So I feel like there's a lot more risk that could have been taken but then that could have uh damaged the amount of people that seen it um if the ratings were more um more um harsh i think then less people would have seen it and it probably wouldn't have got as much attention as it did get um <clears throat> but it was like my favorite one because i feel like tom jane really captured that character and um yeah he like it's the grit part of it too, you know? And some of my favorite scenes and anything Punisher came from that movie. Like, uh, I really like the scene with know. the Russian. I, like I have to save this for the next question. Cause I'm like really excited about the next question, but, uh, um, the Russian fight. That was not cool. the Russian fight, not the that Russian match. fight, but I did like the Russian fight. I, I did love the Russian fight. Cause it was in, it was intense and it was a lot of it. But there was another fight he had with a different person who I think is a very interesting character. And the way that they handled that fight was really cool, I thought. And, um, but yeah, the, um, and I didn't really care too much for Warzone, like I've said before. And there's a lot of action, it's really great, but I feel like the story just lacked. So for me, I, I always loved the first one. Warzone was eh. But the series, I feel like the series, he really brought back Punisher. And I started liking that guy too. I think he he did a good job. But Tom Jane always had my vote as Punisher, really. So yeah, I I did see Thomas Jane and his portrayal as Punisher. I saw that in John Bernthal as well. That human humanization. I I did see that. I think that's why I did like John Bernthal a lot. He was the, he was like much different than Stevenson's take, which I actually liked. It, it was straight up like just like Thomas Jane. It it feels like their goal with Bernthal was to uh, not only inflict uh, Punisher 
in a modern setting because uh they home in the point that oh it's not the um war from vietnam anymore is him uh coming back from afghanistan uh, yeah, uh the gulf war i think yeah the gulf war and they try to humanize the character uh by putting him around the daredevil characters you see the way he acts with karen page versus everyone else where it's like she's the one that's really fighting for this guy because everyone wants to take his ass off life support and say he's he's a lost cause even uh when matt was representing him and and, and he really yeah. didn't he didn't he really didn't want to he's like this guy is just crazy you know what i mean so she was yeah. the one that was really there for him from the beginning which i i i caught that like immediately when i saw them in the hospital don't don't forget about the courtroom scene well here i am the big bad punisher <laughs> i did it because i liked it hell i loved well, it i liked it <laughs> that, was, that was great i love that scene context the context behind it is he had to ham it up he had to like make it look like he was like crazy like a nut job because um i think he got threatened that if he didn't um go to jail if he didn't go to prison um karen page would get killed by kingpin and so he's like no 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 get out of that yeah uh, i i think it was basically uh, fist from the inside making okay basically i think how it started first was fist was sort of trying to be on his side um and he didn't know at the time he's being like manipulated um and therefore you know he, he went to prison and everything and then i think that's when the great scene happened where it was the prison fight with the punisher where he was completely and, he was beating people with like makeshift axes and and putting brooms through people fight he didn't have a, he actually did not even want to fight he did not want to fight them no but he's, he's like giving you one warning but no. it, it, it was the mentality of hey uh i'm not locked in here with them they're locked in here with me so that's exactly what happened yep um but uh uh nero what what about you what about thomas Jane's um punisher I did like I did like the Thomas I did like the Thomas Jean version of the Punisher. I thought it was like cool, but the Berthold one that that really took me by surprise. I, I didn't he say he would he would gladly do it again. He said he his exact words were he doesn't want to play anyone else but Punisher. So if Marvel gave him another idea, he said that would be great, but. That's the main character he wants to do for comics and uh, comic media, yeah. so he doesn't want to do anything else. He's pat—I mean, he's passionate about. It. He was as punishing. Uh, I was about to say as punishing. Um, he was as um, uh, what's what's the word? Passionate about the role as uh, Charlie Cox was um, as uh, um, uh, Christian Ritter is um so i i wouldn't be surprised if they did get him back because i mean they they got charlie cox back and john bernthal is more than like ready to be punisher again it's also a fan thing too like why would you recast him 
at the height of his performance you know what i mean like you people usually don't do that and and you know kevin feige's like a massive freak uh when it comes to recasting and and casting uh people back again you know he tries to get the right people so uh yeah. I, I don't think bernthal is going to be recasted i think if anything i i would say maybe those rumors of him being in born again are going to be true because the show's long enough to even have punisher in half the season like they did for season two of daredevil if not more so i think or, it could happen maybe. Or, or maybe the final episode, or maybe during it, there's tales of like uh, criminals being like killed left and right, and everyone's wondering like who's doing it. But it's like the the viewers know who it is, the fans know, and then the final the final scene of the show, it uh, the camera pans to like a pair of boots or something like that, a pair of black boots, and it's like that's that's frank yeah i ide- <laughs> ideally like ideally speaking i i want him to have uh some episodes if they're going to interact uh but i i also do want him in his own show so you know you can True. get that like 18 episodes i'd be fine with that yeah definitely um i'll go real quick i love thomas jane he was very good at humanizing it modernizing it at that time period anyways um because with him Oh, wait, no, no, no. I was saying Gulf War about Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane's Punisher was Gulf War. And uh, John Bernthal was um, the Afghanistan oh, War. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember, I, rem- I will say, I feel like the extended cut version better because uh, there was more details on how uh, Howard Saint found um, uh, frank which turned out to be jimmy weeks because uh he he's a gambler and he was running out of money and he was like neck deep and debt in fact he was drowning in debt so much that he was actually stealing money and drugs from the evidence locker to actually pay for um for his debts with gambling and um and so he ends up giving up Frank. Um, yeah, Frank's entire family just gets torn to shreds by like uh, assault rifles. I think, no, actually, I think it was just pure submachine guns. I think it was like mini Uzis. And so, and his wife and his kid ends up getting run over by a truck. Uh, you know, seeing that scene again. Like it's still like it's still like heart wrenching because you see him running and with the shotgun he's like screaming, uh, still defiant to the end even when he took a bullet to the chest and uh, I don't know I just I just really liked it especially towards the end he's like uh all bloodied up from the fight with the Russian and um, everything like that. And, uh, but, um, from what I remember towards the end after the Russian fight and he's packing everything up for the final fight, Joan and his neighbor, because this is the part, um, that really got to me as Frank's character progressed. She realizes that this is a suicide mission 
he's not planning on coming back alive. But he somehow makes it. And at the end, after he's killed Howard, after he killed Howard's son, John, uh, which was always will be my favorite, where Howard saying turns around. He's like, you took everything from me. And how, how it's like, oh, you killed my son. You hear John yelling in the background, uh, the mind killing him. And he's, he's like screaming, no. You hear a big explosion. He's like, both of them. <laughs> yeah, both of them. I love that line. And uh, just him sitting down with a bottle of whiskey. And he's he has this, you know, 1911 Colt. And... He's about to kill himself. But then, as he's closing his eyes, he sees Maria. And she's, like, silent, silently telling him with her eyes, like, it's not your time. We want you to fight. We want you to keep going. That will always get to me because that that is very Punisher-esque, in my opinion. Because, like... There always has to be some way that he, um, or some reason why he 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 kept going after, um, his initial start as the Punisher. So like him, not giving up. It will always get to me on like an emotional level and my love for the character. So that's why I really love Thomas Jane's performance. And then he like pulls the gun away. He's like. Oh, holy shit. That's right. I could just keep doing this. Cause that's, cause that's why, um, that's why, like, I did like this line, this quote. It was like the final line. Uh, those who do evil to others, the killers, the rapists, psychos, sadists, you will come to know me well. Frank Castle is dead. Call me. The Punisher. Yeah. That's when that is when his persona as Frank Castle is dead. He's no longer Frank. He's just Punisher. That's that's when he fully embraces that. Yeah, I think it's one of the things that I like about that first movie is it's kind of like a setup of. It's like he's becoming Punisher. Like he's not Punisher yet. He's just Frank Castle. But he's doing what the Punisher would do is punch bad guys, punish people who didn't get punished. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like he's struggling with that. Like, where do I stop? Am I crossing the line? Or is this all justified? And yeah. I think like, that's like the turning point where it's just like, you know what? I can't have that moral part of me. You know what I mean? That human part of me. I have to be this, this symbol yeah that's that's what that's why it got got to me where he was about to kill himself with his own gun and he sees a vision of maria basically telling him don't kill yourself it's not your time yet prevent what happened to us what happened to you from happening to anybody else yeah use what you know with guns tactics use that for something good don't let it go to waste and that that will always bring a tear to my uh to my to my eyes i was going to say my ear if i was crying from my eye from my ears i think uh, i would have to go to the hospital um 
but I don't know. For me personally, I just I just really like that. Are we done with the uh, media question of uh, favorite TV shows, movies, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, because we already pretty much talked about John John Bernthal a lot during the podcast. I mean, we we got the no 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 wait 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 wait. Uh, we yeah. Got, I can't. We got the roar that he does. So yeah, I think we got. I think we got it all. And, and then we said uh, how Warzone is ridiculous. I I can't talk much yeah. about the Lundgren movie because I have not seen it. But it's from, worth a watch, in my opinion. It's worth a watch. It's not that bad. It's worth a watch. Yeah, from from the clips I've seen, uh, I I did like his interactions with the detective. So there is that. Like I I can't crap on that. I I pretty much enjoyed it. Um. But we're gonna move on to question number six. So, what is your favorite Punisher kill of all time? Could be from the games, comics, TV show, movie, etc. I am so like interested in that. Like, this is like the, the question <laughs> I'm excited about actually. <laughs> yeah, so, I played the only game I played was a 2005 Punisher game, and the kills in it are so fun. Like they're so satisfying. But I have to say that my kill comes from the first movie. And the Russian is a close second, like a very close second, because I almost wanted to go with Russian because the battle is so amazing and the ending and how he's like, I'm fine. He's not. <laughs> and then he faints. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but I have to go with his battle with Harry Heck and how he kills Harry Heck. Oh my God, yes. Because he, he's played that music for him and everything else. He plays yeah. it for him and he realizes that Harry Heck is going after oh. him. Yeah, that's only in the extended cut, I think. Cause... Yeah, and then he runs to his car. Like he gets in his car and the other guy's in the car. There's like this whole chasing and battling him in their cars. And then finally, I think uh, Punisher's in his car and it's upside down and he's crawling out of his car and Harry Heck comes up to him with a gun and Punisher pulls out the knife and he's like, Boy, you're silly. You're bringing a knife to a gunfight, oh, yeah. and then the knife shot through his neck. Yeah, ballistic. He turned. He turned yeah. that. He turned a switchblade into a uh, projectile blade. A ballistic knife. I remember because he's like, "You are one dumb son of a bitch." Bring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just shoots it and hits the guy in the neck. And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I thought that was so awesome. It's just like because it shows too that he's. Especially like, cause, like this is why the the Russian one was a, se- a close second for me because he had like grenades taped to the bottom of the sink and using his um, environment and also having all these tricks with his weapons and stuff like that. I think is like very very neat to see that Punisher using that kind of uh, skill tactic that he's learned over the years and uh, a, a way of fighting that no one else is like um used to so i think it it definitely adds to a really interesting battle yeah especially that's why i like the extended cut that's why i told ren and everyone else that i know that hasn't seen the extended cut the punisher i told them to watch it because you see more of his um ingenuity like him building the car uh putting down the um the uh bulletproof uh, shielding and shit like that and him making the car into like a fast like um a fast car that like legit roars yeah it, it's just oof, extremely perfect and like you said him having like hidden weapons 
um grenades strapped to like um the uh the bathroom sink which it's funny because that's when the russian just like hits a like it's a baseball and frank was like oh shit i didn't yeah. get that he it jumps in the tub and he's like uh yeah. i, I want to go real quick on a uh, favorite kill i would say it's probably from punisher max where he is torturing this guy i, I forgot the setup or why but i know he's bound he's basically bounding this guy to a tree uh and then he wakes up and he's like i don't know where i am what's going on why am i out here shirtless and then the punisher was like monologuing to him to himself and he, he's like talking about how he set this up and he's talking to the guy he he bounded to the tree uh so once the guy is fully conscious he realizes that um he's got it all over the place and his intestines are all over the place and he's about to freak out and the thing that punisher says is oh don't take too long to make up your mind on this uh because he knows that guy's like foobar i, I thought that was another pristine punisher moment where it's super gruesome it's super fucked but it aligns perfectly with the character like it's no room to think for this guy it, it's just he's screwed he better give up this information now because he's about to bleed out to death and uh, I, I i thought that was well done for punisher max oh oh yeah um yeah that's a good question though about favorite kills because i mean there's no ones in the video game, um, Tom, uh, Thomas Jane, and I mean, there was like one or two in Warzone that kind of stuck out for me, to be honest. Like, um, where Frank ends up sticking the entire like barrel into a um into a door, mm-hmm. and he shoots off the grenade launcher. Despite it being extremely realistic because it actually has to impact something in order to actually trigger the explosion. It just like and like midair it explodes. Mm. Unless unless it, the grenade it was designed to like go off like instantly. As soon as it like got tr- uh triggered, I guess. I don't I don't know what it was but i don't know because there was a lot of good ones and it's a lot of them uh another honorable mention i guess i could say is the prison scene in daredevil season two because it it just i'm gonna say the shark uh well the (laughs) the shark is cool uh i will add that too but the prison scene like it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and oh this guy gets his eye gouged out and stabbed in the throat it gets worse and worse and worse and then uh one thing i'm not sure if people notice but once he finally is done there's like a bloody skull on his prison guard and and i yeah and i noticed that like instantly i'm like oh there it is it's just symbolized in blood now i yeah yeah i I did like that Um, tom's chain uh, I can't really think of any. Well, maybe the 2005 game where Frank ends up. Uh, Crow? Crushing someone in oh. the uh, crusher. And 
Yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah, uh, you cut off for a second, but uh, oh, I, yeah, I know the, the pressure kill. Yeah, the, yeah that's that at the end of the game? Um, towards, like, the middle, I think. He's huh. in the... I think it was the, uh, the, the chop shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, It's It's two crushers at the end of the game, though. There's one where he puts oh. his head in, in, in the conveyor press, and it gets crushed. And then there's another one where a guy gets his uh, head cut off by a press machine, and it cuts off his legs. Uh, the one I'm thinking of, he just tosses him into it after... Um... After asking him a question, yeah, that's the that's the dumpster compressor. That's at the end of um, yeah. that level in the beginning of the chop shop. Yeah, because he he's like struggling to like get out, but he just gets completely like rushed. And I and I love that actually. That's that's one that sticks out most in my mind. To be honest, I mean, uh, I mean, I like the Punisher game kills as well. Like. This is not a special one at all. It's one you can do at almost any point. But when you toss him the shotgun and you stab him in the head, yeah, like it confuses them for a minute. They're like, "What? Yeah. What? Why?" And then like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess since I can't necessarily make up my mind about it, I would have to say the Punisher uh, 2005's uh, kills in the game, like especially the aquatic life section, oh. which we'll, we'll be talking oh, about yeah. that in a. Uh, when we talk about the games uh, but, <laughs> that part yeah. is so awesome because you can feed people to the uh eels and fish yeah and, and piranhas eels and you just see them like i think what what really like freaked people out is the fact that they were actually like twitching oh yeah yeah oh so, in that you, game when was there one where you were hitting a guy in the glass where there's like sharks on the other side or something like that or was that um, I, I know there's a shark kill, but there's not one uh near any glass. I, I think there's uh, one at Pier 74 where uh, a guy is just randomly chilling on the pier and you can grab him. I think uh it's the pier revisited where the guys have like bombs uh strapped to their chest, uh the innocence and you have to save them. So there's one guy that has a skull over his head. And I think you could take him over to the shark pen and, and feed him to the uh, shark below yeah. and he'll give you the code so you can disarm the bombs. And then yeah. you can yeah. turn him oh, into shark yeah. food. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Which I always did, drop him off anyway. <laughs> yeah, do that anyway, yeah. I, I'm like, I don't care. I get points deducted, which again, we'll talk about that too. Uh, even though I got points deducted, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You're, you're a bad guy. You know, yeah. who, who, who you think is going to live here? <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, I don't want you coming back after me the next uh, game. Got to kill you now. <laughs> but, um, Nero, what, what about you? And then we can move on to the next question. I did like the, oh, I did like the kills in the 2005 game, but wasn't there one, in a game where he threw someone in a wood chipper, or am I yes. thinking about? Yeah, you're thinking about 2005. That's the same game. Uh, he can put someone in a wood chipper in the zoo level. Yes, that that wood chipper is from that game. And there were big kills in it. Yeah, I love it. There was one in particular where he. Like slams somebody, slams somebody's head in like a broken window. 
Yep, that's so, that's the beginning yeah. of the the crack house. It, it's so many. And, if you're talking about Punisher kills, that game has so many, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why uh, I actually I didn't kill that guy. What I did was I would um, toss him into the other room, and I think that one is where uh, he got lit up. Oh yeah. And I would do that on purpose every single time because I'm like, you know what? You're going to be my bait. And I just kick him to the door and he like walks in. He's like, guys, he's the freaking Punisher. And he just gets blown up. Yeah. <laughs> guys, don't shoot. And he gets shot like 37 times. And he's yes. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Better him, not me. Me. There we go. Oh well, uh, I guess I guess we can move on to uh, the question that we're going to be on for a bit, uh, talking about the Punisher games. So, have you played all of his video games, and if so, what are your fond memories of them? I've only played that for that 2005 one we're talking about, but I can tell you right now, I beat that game forward, backwards, upside yeah. down. I've done everything in that game because. I I just loved it so much. I think I feel like as Punisher games go, I didn't have to play another one because that was it. Yeah, I played the PS2 game. Actually, I have the disc in my room, and I also have the um, uh, PC game. I've played both those like many times. And like, like speaking of which, um, for anyone here or the audience that's into like uh emulating or anything like that uh ps2 apparently is supposed to be getting uh achievements from retro achievements so i mean most likely someone's going to do an achievement list for the punisher so yeah damn bet i'm going to play that damn game again <laughs> to get them achievements i will sell so- yeah I was so obsessed with that 2005 video game that I decided to do an entire gold medal run of just it's now in Punisher Flare or whatever, you get deducted points for killing people in interrogations after breaking them. Yeah. Uh, so that run was based on not doing that and getting as many combo multipliers as possible because um they treat the they treat the points like an arcade system where if you kill this person you get x amount of points etc or if you do this and do that uh so it was fun but it was tedious and interesting to do some strategies on youtube for it which i i highly you know recommend checking it out if you're trying to do that on heart mode but that game was very very good just mission structure set up to where punisher is in these crazy scenarios and you have to uh kill all these people in a variety of ways i i I thought the best levels were uh either the zoo level where you kill everyone with every animal possible and you can pin someone with a rhino and he'll get like gutted by it or it was the level where you're in the prison because you can it's all prison based stuff so you can hang someone i'm like holy shit this is crazy like this or is... you can smash their body with the uh prison bars yeah you can smash their body with the prison bars or you could drown someone in the toilet it's just or you can... 
you can you can some mean swirly. You could put someone in a steamer and they'll they'll like burn to death. It, that level was insanity, and um, I think that game is just the definitive Punisher game. Like if you're looking for examples, it's sort of like how the basis of Spider-Man was Spider-Man Two on the PS2, and then. I- yeah. Spider-Man on PS4 just built on top of that. If they're going to make any type of new Punisher game whatsoever, the basis is already there with that 2005 video game. Def- yeah, de- definitely agree cuz um that was the first Punisher game I played and even though you know, you got points deducted for doing the kills, um the special kills, I'm like I don't care the punisher i'll get those points back um it it was just extremely cool especially rage mode i could have sworn if you got close up to somebody you would actually stab them in the stomach multiple times there were ones where you slit people's throats there's one Um, where he could punch the person's head off like slaughter mode that was that was cool yeah yeah like oh my god so just like they went like full on like ham with that and uh Thomas Jane like we haven't even talked about Thomas Jane's performance in that Punisher game like holy shit it's if more... you thought his performance in the movie was good and the game was even better people like... say ah uh, he's monotone but it's more akin to Punisher Max so that's literally the Punisher that people were asking for, like for a long time. So, well, yeah, you can also tell because of his uh, hairstyle. Yep, it's it's uh pinned all the way back. It's just slicked all the way back. Um, I I played the NES game a lot. Um, which it it was cool, but like some of the stuff I had an issue with, like the music. Uh, they would be like silent for most of the time until you came across somebody playing a saxophone on the corner and you know you would uh, have to avoid shooting him or innocence or your health would get taken away which I thought was not only not tedious but you really had to time your shots mm-hmm. or if you're throwing a grenade make sure there was no innocent in the way um that game was kind of cool. You could uh, co-op with uh, Nick Fury and 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 take people down. This was a nice little beat 'em up arcade game. Oh, oh, you talk. Oh, uh, yeah, the Sega, the Sega Genesis port and the Mega Drive port of uh, the Punisher on arcade was really good. Uh, I only played the arcade version uh, by Capcom, and that game was pretty freaking awesome too. Like, uh holy crap i i really love that i also play the game boy game and the game boy game is um you could definitely tell they purposely made it difficult knowing that it was difficult because replayability oh yeah people are taking the game boy uh obviously game boy portable they wanted people to keep playing the game like constantly on the go so they made it that difficult because that that Game Boy port is the port of the NES game, just with Spider-Man, which people had an issue with Spider-Man being in that game because Spider-Man would not be helping Punisher with killing. Kind of <laughs> like, oh, there's bad guys at the mall. Do your thing. 
like that like that sort of thing they thought it was kind of like out of character for spider-man to do yeah to be that line Uh from uh the spider-man ps1 game where he's like sorry mr death wish i like to keep the body count low if you don't mind yeah um I, it's Mr. Death Wish. Uh, yeah, that that's a that's a play on words uh, reference to um the Death Wish movie. Uh, I assume. Songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, like I, those are the games that I play. Like uh, I definitely do recommend the NES game, especially the ROM hack for it, which they made his movement speed a bit more fluid, faster, and uh. Also, if you, for those at the audience that are listening to this podcast, definitely recommend the Punisher 2005 game. Like, that game is awesome. It doesn't matter if it's on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, get it. Somehow, get it. it Worth the money. Take it from yeah. us. Take it from us. Uh, it is the definitive Punisher game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, as Ren said, definitely... If there will ever be another Punisher game, please, R and Jesus, please give us a game like this. The Punisher 2005 game is absolutely the perfect blueprint for it. We we need a Steam download of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got rid of my PlayStations and Xboxes. Absolutely. Oh, no. oh man, you just just you know. You're you're totally right on this. Like the one game to remaster would be that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's THQ. We should like we should all like get THQ to do it. I mean, if THQ still has like, um, if Marvel will let THQ Nordic do it, I mean, I will buy that game again. I'm I'm not even shitting you. I'll be there I, yeah, day one. Day one, yeah, I'd be there. Has, I think after this, I would, podcast, I would put it down for the next week. <laughs> I want to tag. I want to tag THQ after this. I'm gonna be like, hey THQ. If you and Marvel Games can like work something out, we definitely would like a remaster or a remake of um, the Punisher. Yep, that's you will be printing money because I I would definitely be there day one. Uh, well, good. I was to say because we're like on the thing of like what we need to tell companies to do. I'm thinking like with all these crossover multiverse stuff to happening. I want to see all the different Hulks, all the different people that played Hulk and have multiple Hulks. <laughs> oh, God. That Why is that crossover tough. not happened yet? <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Um, I'm just going to throw out a little spoiler here. Uh, if we talk about superheroes next for a discussion, the next superhero might be Hulk, and Hulk has a lot of good games that we could talk about. Yeah. I definitely, I would definitely have a lot of games to play because Hulk has a uh, shit ton of uh, video games. I think they even had like an NES game, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the PS2 ones are the ones that are super awesome to me just to get off track for a little bit. But uh, to get back on it, I have played this game called Punisher No Mercy and it was on PS3. It is a first person shooter multiplayer experience and it's very wonky i'm I'm talking like even wonkier than stuff like doom uh when fighting against people and you can get people and whatnot they do have like characters from the comics that you may recognize so obviously frank and bushwhacker and all these other wacky characters that show up i I don't remember all of them but i just know they're comic centric uh 
Punisher sounds bored <laughs> in this game. Even I, I know he's like monotone at times, but he's more boring than ever in the voice performance. Because he'll say, oh, scum, die, or, or something like that. It'll be the same line repeated like 5,000 times. It's not vengeance, it's punishment. And, and when you get a kill, he'll say that. Uh, overall, though, it's a very forgettable game. I, I, I think now it doesn't even work anymore because they took it offline. But uh, I managed to play it a little bit. And it was just, you know, some diet fun. But it's so wonky that it's not even worth replaying. Uh, but that's all the Punisher games that I played. Uh, the one that was the arcade and then the 2005 one and then that one. I want to talk about there was supposed to be a sequel to the 2005 Punisher game, but it got canceled. That's a friggin' that... shame. Yeah. And, wow. And, and a lot of their mechanics were transferred over into Saints Row 2, like the human shields. It was supposed to be like an open world. I think there's a video by uh, Mr. Well, I don't know if we can actually like give out the names of certain YouTubers. But uh, I think I'll put in a link after this podcast. Yeah, just just let me know the link uh and I'll see if I can put his name. Uh but I I think Volition is the same team that made it, so I'm not surprised because the Saints Row team is the one that made Punisher, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, but the next question Oh, oh go ahead. Mox, oh, my one experience with the Punisher arcade game from Capcom, like, I believe I beat all, I beat almost all the bosses with, like, minimal, no health. So it was like, I played it to the point where it was easy. So it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, I do have, like, one quick uh, side question since we did talk about it earlier. Uh, before we get into the topic about the um the skull um okay out of everything that frank has done after everything punisher has done his weaponry and booby traps which one sticks out the most in your mind uh it's kind of hard there's a lot of booby traps he's let set off like so many booby traps left behind so many booby traps, has so many weapons in his uh, arsenary. Like, which one is, like, your favorites that or sticks out the most? Mm, I'm just going to go when he punched the polar bear and um, they got mad. And when the mafia members, like, they were chasing Punisher through the zoo and they shot him in the leg. And then he's like, uh, he looked at the polar bear exhibit and he was like, cute, fluffy. No, this won't do. So he punched it in the face, immediately jumped over the fence. And when the other mobsters came over, the bears were reasonably mad. So they got mauled to death. Manucci got mauled, lost her arms, legs, etc. And it was just freaking crazy. Uh, so that was, you know, it was just improvising a trap, but that was one thing that stood out to me the most in that run. Um, I, my favorite would be the time that he got his hands on the, uh, the war machine armor. Like that oh. was crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, just punishing everybody. I really like the uh, ones in that first movie. Um, I liked how he modified his car. Like, it was super freaking awesome. But I also have to give props, like, the fact his apartment was also decked out, too. Like, and, and honestly, it's a credit to how smart he is. Because he's not really advertising where he lives. But he's already anticipating that somebody's going to attack him where he's at. Yep. Yeah. So he has guns, knives, uh, bombs, tripwires all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for me, it would have to be that kill that I mentioned a while ago with the with the lady that um he he ended up killing when he she was going after um uh innocent like taxi drivers. Um him modifying his vehicle and having a loaded shotgun under the seat and um he had a his uh the glass that separates the taxi driver and the passenger um it's bulletproof so and shatterproof so she could not like get out of the car whatsoever. It was like its own little like class cage. We didn't and talk about it. Pushed but... a button. Yeah. And her she ends up getting her head like blown blown off and you know Nirvana style. And um you know just I I I I like that because like he legit decked out that taxi to be like a actual like prison yeah we we didn't talk about it but that battle van is awesome uh oh, just oh yes it, it's so great uh, him riding around in that and it's just filled to the brim with a lot of nasty activity with the weapons and everything so i i always liked it because it was like a almost like a secondary character that people really don't talk about like that van is cool him riding up in and doing a lot of shit with it. Also, it's a nice hideout place as well because you know Punisher can't be in his apartment all the time because the enemies are gonna come for him. You know, yeah. I just thought of something. Least fa- least favorite kill would have to be microchip. Uh, from what? Um, the one where he just decides, despite working with the Punisher, he ends up like betraying him and gets his head blown off. I felt like that was very stupid for the. I felt like that was a very stupid thing for the character, because, well, written for the character, because in my opinion, I mean, you're working with someone that's known to like take take not vengeance but punishment on those that do him wrong and do others wrong. Why would you think that you could just get away scot free? Well, I and I, go with the plan. It's just it felt very stupid and not very microchip because that's exactly why ray stevenson said he did not want the character killed off like how he did in the comic book where he took a sawed off shotgun to the face i see see see, microchip in in the punisher max uh was greedy he he wanted to use punisher as a weapon so i i get why frank warned him like he said i told you to run uh why are you you still here so i'm just going to finish you off so it's just part of the character for the comic but in the movie i haven't seen i just know he randomly dies 
and that's it. Uh, it's it's pretty. It is kind of sad because I mean, the last thing he tells Micro, because Jigsaw has him at gunpoint, pointed at his temple, mm -hmm. and you know he has him like choose between uh the uh the cop the uh the undercover FBI agent's wife and kid uh his brother is pointing a gun at the both of them and Jigsaw has a gun pointed at Micro and he's like tells him you got one bullet left in your revolver choose which one you want to uh live or die so uh, he really is a uh, jigsaw <laughs> yeah, which, which is it's very funny and um He's he's like, if you take too long, we're gonna kill both of them in front of you. Live or die. And then we're gonna kill you. Live or die. The choice is yours. <laughs> yeah, the choice is y'all's. <laughs> but uh, he's he ends up telling Micro, he's like, you won't feel a thing, Micro. And then he points the gun to his brother and shoots his brother's brains out, which Jigsaw in retaliation, uh, shoots Micro in the head. Yep, I remember that. So I, I, Ray Stevenson said, like he felt like that was more of a fitting end to his uh, character, at least the way he was written for the movie. Wayne Knight, gotta love Wayne Knight. Oh boy! All right, this so kind of, this this kind of went back to that when we were talking about the vehicle thing. Hmm. I just wanted to add real quick that I just realized how close to another character. With that whole way how he does his vehicles and modifies them and messes with them. And he kind of reminds me of Kurt Russell in uh, Death Proof, almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got like a... Like a Arm, yeah. yeah, it's got that kind of feeling to it, almost. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, the next question is going to be controversial. So, uh, yeah. just bear in mind. Uh, the skull is an iconic part of the Punisher, and lately there has been controversy around it with cops using the Punisher skull on their cars or bumpers. Some of them are even going out and trying to say, hey, I'm a police officer. I'm dispensing my own brand of justice because, uh, unfortunately, a guy at a hotel, I believe, got shot and they found out that the officer had all this fucking Punisher gear all over his shit. And everything so marvel has responded by giving frank oh, wow. a, he, he basically gave um marvel gave frank an ani skull in the comics which is it, it's still the skull but it looks like a demon almost uh so they changed it up a bit how do you feel about them altering frank's skull especially with the controversy of the police and what he thinks of the police honestly it makes sense why they did it i mean obviously like Obviously, most likely what they're going to do is next comic run, they're going to go back to the skull. But right now, they kind of want to wait until things kind of like cool down, which they have cooled down. I don't see anybody complaining about the skull, uh, about policemen using the um, the skull on their cruisers or anything like that. Uh, so most likely next comic run, um, they they will bring back the original skull. Uh, in terms of like the skull being used to represent the um the cause and what they do, 
Uh, it kind of not necessarily tarnishes the skull, but it tarnishes what the skull represents because the tar the the skull represents um you know uh well fairness and just and punishment fairness and you're going to get killed you know and uh, and just means well your justice is going to be served and punishment you're going to get punished for what you've done to hurt innocence but and it and it's also represents like how the justice system failed frank it represents how the justice system failed frank and so many other people that's why he took on the punisher mantle to do what the cops cannot do cuz he's even said that multiple times to uh cops that try to do what he did he's like you guys can't act outside the law. I can. You guys, you guys have um, red tape that you have to clear before you could do anything. I don't have any kind of tape. So that that's my that's my thoughts on it. I don't mind the Oni uh, skull, but it it for me it doesn't beat the classic skull. Yeah. Uh, noob, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I I feel like the classic skull too. It it's it's especially like the recent changes to the icon. The icon, the logo that he has is you see that and you immediately say Punisher. You know, like it. You you don't do that with like Captain America's shield doesn't you know, change just because people are like, well, I'm offended because I'm not from America. I'm actually Canadian or something like that. Like, well, you need to change that too. Like, I mean, I get this is more of like a violence thing or everything else, but I think it's also dumb to change something because it's a way of media. Um, people should be responsible for their actions, whatever they do. You know, it shouldn't be. Well, that show did this, so now we have to punish the show. It's kind of like the whole video games and violence thing, you know, and shootings and stuff like that. It's like, well, you can't really blame a video game for somebody shooting place. They made the choice of buying the gun, the bullets, and all that stuff. So that's a choice that they made, you know. Uh, as far as forms of entertainment, I love Punisher, and I love everything about it, and I'll read all the comics and play the games. But I don't think I'm going to go out and try to punish criminals. It's it's a little bit outlandish, you know, I think, I think it's really dumb to change a logo based off uh, some stuff that other people have done in the past. You know, it's, I think we should just hold people accountable for what they do and uh, let us enjoy our amazing Punisher logo. <laughs> Nero. Nero. I feel like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, what I feel about this whole skull situation, they'll change it back eventually. I'm not really too concerned about it. But in terms of in terms of war, I feel like it's just I feel like the po the police that actually did have the Punisher's logo is just like it's just really disrespecting it. It's like what other what the others said, like the justice system failed Frank. So why would so why would the police officers use that 
logo anywhere. Yeah, I will add one thing to that. It's also disrespectful to the original creator of the skull because he he created the skull as a way of because even he said like um like uh like the police they can't do what frank can do the justice system can't do what frank can do that uh, the justice system has failed people multiple times and even he's like the fact that uh cops um just law enforcement in general are using the skull uh, for themselves, it kind of tarnishes and diminishes uh, the Punisher and the Skull's meaning. Because I think that's what I think that's what the creator had actually said about it. Then I have to agree with him. It's kind of like using a logo for something that's like the polar opposite of what it's supposed to represent. Well, everyone knows what I'm going to say. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm going to say this is why we can't have nice things because you're going to have assholes trying to do all this stupid shit and not separating reality from fiction. So because of that, this is why Marvel's like, we don't want any heat with this. So we're going to change it for now. I, I do think it's going to be temporary, like people have said, uh, but once again you know how media and, and people are and how folks will say oh you're doing this this is tone deaf so i see exactly why they did it um at the same time you know these cops doing all this stuff i do agree with noob they need to be held accountable for their actions so it doesn't necessarily reflect on the punisher character or or anything because once again as people have pointed out the punisher does not like the police he <clears throat> excuse me but in uh one comic panel he actually i i think the cops try to get his autograph or something I, I just know that it's some social media crap and i remember he takes it and he rips it up and he says what are you guys doing what are you doing if you do this again like could, could you fuck off with this like I, I i just remember that and it's like they have um if people are doing this and they're legit about it, they have the Punisher's morality 100% backwards. He does not like you guys, so why are you trying to put all this shit on your cars and bumpers? I, I can understand, I, hey, I like it, it looks cool, but he doesn't like the police, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, uh, he said, I think that I think he gets close up to the cop's face, one of them, and he's like, he's like, um, I think he said, I'm not your hero. If you want a hero, there's Captain America. There's Captain America, yeah, I do remember that line. Uh, because, again, it, it doesn't, the skull does not symbolize what the cops stand for. He made that because the system failed him and the only way to dispense justice is by punishing criminals um which the cops you know don't do they're they're supposed to operate inside a law and you know try to arrest the guy a little bit first unless he gets a dangerous weapon out and then they take him out 
but it, it's not in the style of the Punisher where he goes yeah. out at night and he seeks these people and he tries to bring uh, vengeance to them for hurting the innocent. Uh, that's something that the that, police code does not do. Uh, yeah, that's why and if either Born Again or in the Punisher's own show, please Marvel make it happen. John really wants to do it again. Um, I agree. I, I really hope he does the line of uh, where either he's talking to a cop or or maybe like a civilian. He just he just gets close up to their face and says, you know, I'm not your hero. If you want a hero, there's Daredevil or uh, there's Captain America. I can see him doing that, actually. That, that'd be great to, yeah. to, to sort of <laughs> migrate that in. But uh, at the end of the day, it's just, I think it's going to die down. It's unfortunate that people were kind of, you know, putting Marvel on their back foot about it. And it's like, either we respond or don't. I, I don't know. But um, I, I think they ultimately had to, and they decided to do this run. But I think it's going to revert back once they see, hey, it's, it's not as much buzz as it was when we did this article. So I think eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to die down. Well, I mean, Marvel's already, like, uh, talked about it, too. They, they said they don't stand for it, what the cops... Uh what the cops did i think they publicly said that they don't they don't support what they did with um the skull and they also uh i mean also like remember most likely the punisher is going to have his um show relatively soon because um it seems like they may bring back the netflix shows little by little just keep iron fist last uh... <laughs> right I mean, I mean, I wouldn't mind Iron Fist getting another another shot, but I I do think that maybe they could get a better actor or or something. Like people are gonna say Finn Jones should come back, but that that's like another story for another day. For Iron yeah. Fist, I, I I really just like the um, Daredevil and the Punisher ones. Really, they really were interesting to me too. And Luke yeah. Cage wasn't bad either. Yeah, Luke Cage was. I think I Iron just... Fist was best when he was with Luke Cage. So. There was yeah. that, like, I don't think that he should get his own show. Just put it with Luke Cage and they can work it out. Yeah, I just I just like Daredevil and Punisher's uh, interactions on the roof, like, especially with John Bernthal's, like, voice just, just going, like, saying very calmly, by the way. He's saying this very nonchalant, like, and he's just, I think he's, like, getting his tools ready and shit like that. Mm. And he's like, you know, you're one bad day from becoming me, Red. Also, uh, <laughs> it's like he's not right. He's not wrong. Also, new. What were you saying? Oh, just like um, the the only thing is I I just didn't like. Um, I know that some people say, like said that Marvel has said that they don't agree with um how the cops use like the the logo, but I, I really wish that they would have stuck up for not changing the logo you know what i mean like leaving the same if they would have been like look people need to be held responsible for their actions i mean this is the same battle we've been fighting this battle of people need to be held responsible for their actions instead of changing media since as long as i can remember i remember being in college and writing a paper about how video games don't cause shootings mentally ill people with you know what i mean they don't think of a better way of um dealing with their problems are the reasons for it 
mm-hmm. you know they need to be held responsible for their own actions you know you don't have a you, you know what i mean like um counter-strike wasn't the reason for columbine happening it was a misfit kid who's been bullied or you know what i mean grew up in a wrong kind of home that was decided he was gonna buy a gun buy bullets make a whole like there's a lot that goes into that kind of stuff so like just like the cops with their actions and what they did with their vehicles to make it all look like that this is all planned like they planned on doing all that stuff and everything else but it doesn't mean that that's how everybody that likes that content is like that. You know I mean, that's just a small portion of people. Yeah. I, so why is everything changing for, you know what I mean? I, one I, bad apple. Like, why I is agree. one bad apple changing how everyone else is? It's like, there's always going to be one bad person in every group. Why are they changing how things are instead of we realizing that that's the person that's, yeah, I mean, we need to focus. We, I mean, focus on that person, but don't change everything else because of that person. But let that person know that it's not okay what they did. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, it's, it, it's. Hold on, Cry. I'm gonna let you go real quick. But I, I agree. But again, I, I think it all still goes back to the. Um, this is why we can't have nice things and, and people yeah. because of the press junkets and everything that will possibly call them tone deaf. They, they didn't want any of that heat on their back. Um, and considering that everyone's speculating that once it's over, they're going to revert back anyway, because this is only like one run where it has changed. Um, we haven't seen Frank outside of that for like the media, but we know that um people are speculating if they do get him back for born again it's going to be john bernthal and previously he had the skull but then again uh there are people saying hey this might be a little bit of a soft reboot as we get people into the mcu so i don't know how far that's gonna go but from the she hulk thing that i saw with daredevil and him talking he seems like essentially the same character uh so i do firmly believe they just don't want the controversy right now which is why they're sort of changing it but um i do agree that you know it's those people that are doing it and even the creator himself said hey this is not cool man this is not what we made the skull for so you guys doing this you know stop it (laughs) like he he straight up said that to those people so i I agree that should have been just left there and be like you know we're not responsible we're gonna do what we want and if people do this stuff uh yeah. then it's all their fault which is true it, it is all their fault yeah i mean i will say like at least at least the skull i mean because every run every single run of the punisher the skull has never necessarily remained the same no, it either changed in some way yeah either like the um the bottom of it gets more uh elongated or um or shortened the eyes uh opened a little bit more the skull is a little bit bigger or it's just a massive redesign because i know for a brief moment in time after the thomas jane punisher they started using that skull symbol as like a basis uh that was always my favorite skull (laughs) i i i do agree because i actually have the shirt in my closet i Um, actually they they didn't have the shirts for a while so i made my own shirt and my brother was like dude that looks so wicked make me one too 
made him one too. And then eventually they started selling that one. And then now we just bought those. <laughs> I, I definitely have to get more, uh, more of those shirts to be honest. Um, but, uh, at least like with the skull that they use now, I mean, in, uh, uh, in Japanese um, culture, the oni it used to be um, representing like uh, like a murderous demon, but uh, and uh, I forgot how many years it's been, but it now represents as a symbol of warding off evil. And so it does fit in with, you know, the Punisher, how the skull is the last thing that they see, and it's supposed to ward off evil. So yes. so it does make sense. At least they did it like that, and they didn't change it too drastically. I will give Marvel that. It still sucks that they changed it for a brief moment in time, but at least they still stuck true to the whole idea, the symbolism of uh, that skull. And they just kept it with, like, the Oni. There's just this normal skull with the horns on it. Yeah. I think so, that's one of the main reasons why yeah. I was so upset with the why they're changing it, because it's like, the symbol means something. You know, um, it's kind of like the bat signal. Like you wouldn't change the bat signal just because somebody's going around dressing themselves up like Batman. Like that's the symbol that you know. What I mean, that's a symbol, and it means something. So to do the same thing to the, like Punisher, like it's just, I don't know. I think ultimately it, it'll be fine. Yeah. But I mean, It'll like I said, fine. at least they didn't change it too drastically. Yeah, ultimately, it's it's just gonna be fine. Like they're gonna they're gonna see this. Um, they this basically gets the heat off their back to decry anyone saying that they're being toned deaf. And then when it's time to bring Punisher and other mediums, or because in this run, I mean, he's supposed to be like a, a samurai. Uh, sort of style so it, it makes sense for the run itself um, and that's the way they workshopped it but I assume once they do more Punisher iterations or find a story worth telling then it's probably going to be a different skull entirely so uh, I think it's going to be water under the bridge eventually yeah uh, but we need to move on to the next few questions because we're almost like an hour in. So I'm, I'm just going to combine, combine them together and see what I can make. Uh, so for the final question is basically, uh, how do you feel about Punisher villains? And how do you feel about expanding Frank's story for other mediums in the future? Like, uh, you know, games, movies, what do you want in particular? I'm going to go oh. first. Go ahead. Oh yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I I was gonna make mine quick. Favorite Punisher villains? I would say honestly, it's gonna be between Jigsaw or Barracuda. I I think those two because Jigsaw is like once again that standard Punisher villain that's been there since the beginning. Uh, his face is all messed up and he looks cool, and he just tries to do things to ruin Frank's life even further. Barracuda is just absolutely nuts, ridiculous. Uh, the stuff he says is what makes him the most interesting 
because he's just wild and does crazy shit and and it's it's what a punisher villain needs to be like the most outlandish person you could ever think of is is what barracuda is so i would say that um as for what i want in the future going forward more content i i think everyone's gonna sort of say that like more games comics uh actually using burnthal in media going forward because we've all asked for that in this podcast since the very beginning so why not do that even more and that's my answer on that so cryo um yeah mine's gonna be brief as well uh honestly everything that you said more games please especially a remake or a remaster if they still have the game code for the punisher please i'm begging you um let's see um especially with thq nordic because they've been doing a lot of remasters and remakes so i mean it's not exactly out of like their depth to do a remaster or a remake um john bernthal definitely please he's passionate about the fucking role i mean so is charlie cox and he's back in the saddle again as uh daredevil and matt murdoch um i definitely want to see more of his uh ingenuity um such as like uh for example he knows that most likely someone's going to try using his guns against him set up some uh booby trapped rigged um weapons of his and he'll know he'll know which one is rigged and which one isn't so if someone tries using the gun against them they pull the trigger and it just like explodes in their hand like i want to see shit like that or like just booby traps in general i mean hell fuck give us the battle bus not battle bus the battle man sorry fortnite don't judge me um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the battle van that should definitely be in the the show it says that he doesn't have a battle bus i mean just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean you don't have one it, it existed <laughs> it, i mean it was around in the first episode of uh the punisher but considering that they're saying this soft reboot thing i don't know how much is going to get changed um it's probably going to be like soft rebooted as like the netflix continuity some details in it it's it's not gonna be like the same i guess so yeah i mean it's probably for the most part it's gonna be like the same thing just now they can freely talk about like mcu events because before it was only like uh, oh the battle of new york or the incident in new york they couldn't exactly say it but uh yeah and they didn't expand past that point so i i think it's time to finally say hey which uh netflix marvel character got snapped or not because we still don't know who was who if they're going to integrate them into the story that they're not gonna get snapped yeah yeah kingpin we know about but daredevil no clue punisher no clue Uh, i want to say he does because uh remember ren this this ties into what i told you before and i think you were like all up for it if the next show was uh called 
uh, Punisher, welcome back, Frank. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind and he's that. trying to readjust to life after getting uh, snapped. And he sees all this crime now happening in um, in New York, uh, especially since Kingpin isn't there to like uh, round up everybody. Yep, uh, I'd be all for that. Um, I I definitely would be up for that because that would definitely be extremely interesting. Because Kingpin right now, according to his actor, he's like he's not as powerful in terms of like uh his control as he was before and he's trying to get back that power that he lost which it's very kingpin-esque and kind of makes sense with the punisher going like oh he's trying to get his power back let's see if i can try to stop that from happening you know things like that but speaking of kingpin kingpin and jigsaw are two villains that stick out the most because no matter what Punisher does with Kingpin, 